0: Oh boy, we've lost our third straight game and our fourth loss in our last five games, but I'm not going to be blaming the Devils, so this post-game analysis, you will not hear me rant. I will be taking a different approach, so hopefully you guys enjoy it because I feel like there's a couple factors that we need to consider in order the Devils to become more successful, so buckle up. It's an interesting episode. You're locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, College Hockey Play by Play Announcer, and also Devils Writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 11:18 p.m. Eastern Time, March the second, 2021, at the time of this recording. And the Devils have lost four of their last five games, ladies and gentlemen. We've officially hit a rough patch, and unfortunately, the New Jersey Devils are starting to show their true colors. And speaking of colors, this is is the first time this season that they rocked the reverse retro jersey and guys I don't care what you say I love the jerseys the only thing is I think the green should be a little lighter that's the thing I think it's a little too dark and but that's my personal opinion I feel like if the green was just a shade or two lighter I think it would look really nice but you know when they did the unveiling of the jersey a few months ago I thought uh the jersey would look great but you know obviously colors kind of change a little bit so Uh, I honestly, you know, when I saw the unveiling of it, it, the green looked a little lighter or maybe I'm just colorblind. I don't know what the case might be, but anyway, uh, let's talk about something else. Fans are now welcome back. At the Prudential Center at 10% capacity, but you know, it's just nice that fans are able to, you know, just be able to go back to the games. It was like 357 uh, days or so since the last time fans attended a New Jersey Devils game. So, how great is it that the world is slowly but surely going back to somewhat normal? And also, Texas will be opening up in a couple of days, just like no mask businesses can like have 100% capacity. So, I can't wait until all 50 states in the United States are like that and also the countries abroad. So, anyway, let's talk about this game or you know what, before we talk about the game, I need you guys to do something for me. So, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically talked about a few scenarios about how the New Jersey Devils can possibly get Jack Eichel before the trade deadline. Obviously these were big hypothetical questions. These were just like a major what if because it's unlikely that he's going to the New Jersey Devils, but at the same time I love doing episodes like that. So if you hadn't checked it out, please give that a listen and you know, give me your guys' opinions on my scenarios that I listed. So I said we might have to give up a few fan favorite players, but at the same time we wouldn't have to give up any of our young core. So, you know, when you have to get someone like Jack Eichel, you basically have to flip a coin. So, which one do you want to give up? Are young core well you know they have all marks so they wouldn't take blackwood so would you rather give up he's and hughes or you know one of them or whatever the case might be or would you want to give up like you know uh, a scenario i brought up was like ty smith or riley walsh which you guys know that i'm big fans of so anyway if you hadn't checked out that episode please give it a listen and give me your guys's opinions on you know, what you think of my scenarios, what you think you might have tweaked. Do you even want Jack Eichel? Because a good number of you said no on Twitter. So whatever the case might be. Okay, let's talk about the game. So the New Jersey Devils, we have lost four of our last five games. We are in a rut right now. And right now, the New Jersey Devils are starting to show their true colors. And this is really concerning because i'm afraid that we're gonna get so far deep into the hole we won't even know which way is up <laughs> that that's how concerning it is because it, it, it seems like the devils just can't get some sort of momentum going and yes we won against the buffalo sabers a couple games ago before the Capitals series but keep in mind they were eichelists Omar had to leave the game early, and Hall's been struggling. He hasn't scored a goal since their first game of the year. So, you know, the fact that the New Jersey Devils had to take that game to OT and, you know, get the game winner in it, you know, it's amazing that they were able to keep their composure in OT, but at the same time, that's a game that should not be that close and be going to OT. So, anyway if you guys uh, are happy I will not be talking about our penalty kill because we only put the Islanders in the power play once this game and we were successful in the penalty kill so you won't hear me complain about the penalty kill in this episode so anyway let's look at the standings out east before we dissect the game so the capitals are still atop of the east at 12 five and four with 28 points the Islanders are 12 six and four with 28 points the Bruins are 12 5 and two with 26 points the Flyers are 11 five and 3 with 25 points the Penguins are are 12 8 and 1 with 25 points. The Rangers are 8 9 and 3 with 19 points. The Devils are 7 9 and 2 with 16 points and below us are still the Sabers at 6 11 and 3 with 15 points. So Wow, look, look at that. So the Capitals' Islanders have 28 points, the Bruins have 26 points, and the Flyers and Penguins have 25 points. So uh, my prediction is starting to come true just a little bit, except I didn't expect the Islanders to, you know, be that good. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's talk about the game for the New Jersey Devils because it was pretty much theirs to lose because i don't know what happened like i I, I. it was theirs for the taking they were really aggressive and okay so let's look at the shots on goal and i'll tell you guys where i'm coming from so in period number one the islanders had eight shots on goal and the devils had four shots on goal but here comes period number two the devils had 16 shots on goal and only held the islanders to five And then in period number three, it was pretty much even like it was in period number one, whereas uh, the Devils had nine shots on goal, and the Islanders had seven shots on goal. So the Devils actually played pretty decent defense, and, you know, they were guarding Aaron Dell pretty uh, well. They were helping him out, and, you know, he wasn't doing all the work by himself, but, you know... Unfortunately, it just didn't work out in the Devils' favor, and also, uh, I think uh, we need to take a couple things into consideration, so first, let's look at the pregame, let's look at who was scratched, let's look at who didn't play for the New Jersey Devils, so not playing for the New Jersey Devils in this game was Nico Heizer, so Heizer is once again out for the New Jersey Devils, so easy come, easy go. Uh, He had to be reevaluated and they just decided to uh, just not play him because the thing with uh, Nico Heizer is that he was just hurt in a freak accident because uh, the captain was hit in the face shield by a deflected slap shot off the stick of P.K. Subban. So there's another reason why P.K. Subban is killing us. You just took out Nico Heizer. So obviously that's pretty frustrating if you're Heizer, but there's nothing else you can do. And also not playing in this game for the New Jersey Devils was Ryan Murray. So Murray has actually been benched the last few games, and this is something I want to talk about. So Um, for Ryan Murray, he just really has not stepped up his game this season and it just doesn't seem like he's getting it going. So Lindy Ruff is just taking him out the game just to do some experimental stuff because they just feel like he's not really helping, uh, the team win. And you know what? I kind of understand it, but at the same time, I think Ryan Murray has more potential to do, you know, better, okay? So what I mean by that is that, yes, Ryan Murray is a good player, the former second overall pick uh, a few years ago, and also I know he's injury prone. I know he hasn't really stepped up his game this season, but at the same time, you know, I I would rather take a washed up, you know, I hate to say washed up because, you know, uh he's not really that old and he hasn't been in the league that long i would much rather take a washed up player and they potentially go back to what they were you know known for versus you know just scratch them off the lineup completely but you know that's just me i think ryan murray it might be dealt before the trade deadline if you ask me and If he's not dealt, he's not coming back to New Jersey. So, either way, I think Ryan Murray is sort of like uh, the first domino piece to fall for the New Jersey Devils as we continue to struggle, we continue to drop games. Our defense, maybe not in this game, but our defense overall continues to just have lapses and uh, he and P.K. Subban, that was a duo I was, you know, really looking forward to see at the beginning of the year because you have a former Norris Trophy winner in P.K. Subban and then you have the former second overall pick in Ryan Murray, but obviously with um, just the the duo is just not working and we'll also talk about PK Subban's uh, struggles in a future episode because Uh, this might surprise some of you guys, PK Subban actually makes our team worse in every possible category except the power play, but he's barely treading water in that category as well. So, you know, that's something to take into consideration. So overall for the New Jersey Devils, I just feel as though some of their struggles just comes from not having everyone healthy and not everyone reaching their full potential. Now, we've had a lot of players step up. So uh, one of those players is Jack Hughes. And I don't know if you. guys watch the game but Jack Hughes was just so fun to watch just how determined how much effort he puts in so the one thing I, I have to say about Jack Hughes yes he didn't do anything this game but at the same time you just got to appreciate the work ethic and just the overall determination just to bob and weave through traffic the speed and now the newly added strength that Jack Hughes is playing with this season. It's really impressive to see everybody's. Before I get too far ahead of myself, I think it's time for the first live read this morning and it comes from rockauto.com. I believe we need to talk about chain stores. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourself. rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require Require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, (laughs) I know I, I already said best of all, but this is even better prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, Locked On in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com The one thing I think Jack Hughes needs, and, you know, I've been seeing a lot of people just roasting him on social media saying he's going back to the old Jack Hughes days. He's not really uh, helping us out. Oh, we hate Jack Hughes now. The man needs some help, okay, because the Devils have had their opportunities, especially in this game to score but it was just so frustrating to see especially in period number two we kept the islanders in check this is shades of the flyers game from a few weeks ago in which we held the flyers to what like single digit uh shots on goal i forget exactly and we had double digit shots on goal yet we couldn't take advantage of it and we were just shut out in that period once again so that's just so frustrating to see that we continue to you know keep teams in check for the most part But at the same time, you know, we we could never just get over that cliff. And this game was a prime example. So... Uh, Those are a couple of my main takeaways. You know, he's your being out and just not fully being able to just set back into the lineup. And also, um, just uh, Ryan Murray being uh, a healthy scratch the last couple of games. And, you know, I just think that Lindy Ruff is kind of making a mistake. If you want to deal him, that's fine. Like, you know, I believe he will get traded. But at the same time, he signed to a one-year deal so we could just let him walk. And um, I just feel like he should be playing, though. Like, uh, play play him on the last string. I don't care, just, you know, let him play so that way, you know, maybe he could go back to the old Ryan Murray days. You know, I know it's unlikely, but at the same time, let him do that. And also Jack Hughes just so much fun to watch everybody. And you know what? I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks that. Uh my good buddies at Pucks and Pitchforks, uh, you know, they run uh the Devils podcast, Let's Go Devils. They also agree with me saying that Jack Hughes was a lot of fun to watch. So, shout out to those guys. And you know what? I, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks that because I, I don't want to be the only Jack Hughes kind of guy anymore, especially since I hated on him over the offseason. Uh, I've learned my lesson to doubt on Jack Hughes, and I feel like uh, he just needs some help. So yeah, that's another issue that the Devils had this game was that they had their opportunities like, Gusev, how do you miss a point-blank shot like that? And also... I know Wood scored this game, so it's not going to come back to haunt him, but he was there on the rebound. He just missed the puck, or you know, I'm talking about a different play in which um, uh, a pass uh, deflected, and uh, Wood was right there, I believe, to just, like, swipe it in on the rebound, but unfortunately he missed it, so uh Varlamov he's also uh you know in the contention for the Vesna trophy I believe he was a finalist last season so uh I would have liked to see Mackenzie Blackwood go against Varlamov so uh, this is where my uh questioning of Lindy Ruff is coming into play a little bit because it's like I feel as though you're benching Mackenzie Blackwood at the wrong possible times. You know we're in desperate need of a win, especially after dropping the last two games against the Capitals. I understand that Mackenzie Blackwood can't play every single game, but I feel as though you're making him look worse than he actually is, even though he's playing pretty well. So I get it. You need to get Aaron Dell a, a few reps. And you know what? Hats off to Aaron Dell. He did play one heck of a game. Unfortunately, he couldn't get the win. And unfortunately, the third period was just an absolute nightmare for the New Jersey Devils. In terms of this game, I'm not saying it's their worst period ever. But, you know, at the same time, you know, it was just frustrating that uh, that they let up two goals. And, you know, uh, they, they couldn't really answer better back. So, uh, you know, I, this is where I'm coming uh a, a little questionable or a little doubtful of Lindy Roth because it's just like I feel like you're benching Mackenzie Blackwood at the wrong possible times but that's just my opinion because I feel as though I would have loved to see Mackenzie Blackwood and Varlamov just go at it in this game just because you know you got two uh, Vesna trophy candidates who are in the running in fact I was supposed to do a crossover with the locked on Islanders host about this but unfortunately uh, we couldn't get anything to you know work out in this instance or you know we talked about it a while ago but we just never touched base on it so you know Mackenzie Blackwood potentially uh beating Varlamov in this year's uh Vezna trophy race you know not likely but at the same time uh Lindy Ruff is not really helping Mackenzie Blackwood now I don't know what goes into making these decisions and obviously there might be some stuff going on behind the scenes I don't know about but at the same time I, I don't know what you guys think but personally from me based on my experience I just think that Lindy Ruff is not really coaching the team right in terms of his scheming so like you know first we see the Ryan Murray benching now we see uh, the Blackwood resting uh, just a little inconsistently and now you know we see something that he can't control but that teesers, uh injury history and obviously he has to make adjustments on the fly the one adjustment that I will agree with is is Zaka did get the start in today's game so I got to give credit to Zaka because he's been on the roll the last couple of games. And if you hadn't checked out the episode that I posted uh, a couple of days ago, I said that your apology to Zaka needs to be just as loud as the hate you were giving him because he has stepped up, he heard the criticism, and he shut you naysayers up. Yes, he got off to a slow start to the season, which he put up nothing but zeros. But he's been on fire the last uh, couple of games. Well, you know, obviously the Devils have, you know, been struggling the last... Three games, in fact, we're on a three-game losing streak. But I'm just saying, like, Zaka getting the start just, um, you know, well-deserving. And, you know, that's one of the things that I want to talk about that uh, I think Lindy Ruff did well, which was, you know, uh, just giving Zaka the start. So, you know, there's that. Okay, it's time for the second live read this morning. And it comes from betonline.ag, which is the best betting online website in. In the entire market. So let's take it away. Alrighty, now let's talk more about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, sadly, but college basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs. So Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because Bet Online is that awesome. So real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked LockedOnBets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this that a third also visit at bet underscore ag and they also have you covered as well so bet online your online sportsbooks experts get with it and get in the action everybody So, as I do with every post-game analysis, I'm going to read you guys the stats and then I'm going to give my final analysis. So, this post-game analysis was a little bit different because I feel as though the Devils need to make some adjustments in order to get back on track. And, you know what, I hope you guys really like uh, the way I approached it this time around. So, instead of me ranting and just saying, here's what they did wrong, here's what uh, they need to focus on, I decided to change it up a bit and just say, listen, I think uh, Lindy Ruff needs to make these adjustments in case he wants to, you know, see some sort of success. Some things are out of his control, like I mentioned, the Heizer situation, you know, Heizer getting hurt a lot recently. Doesn't really help his case, but, you know, I just feel as though uh, the benching of Mackenzie Blackwood or not the benching, just, you know, uh, the resting of Mackenzie Blackwood kind of hurts him a little bit and also not giving Ryan Murray like, you know, I guess just like a demotion, but just like, you know, just like scratching him completely. I don't agree with that. Obviously, I'm not a coach. I don't know what goes into that. You know, there could be a lot of behind the scenes drama that's happening that we don't know about and that they're just not feeding the press. But overall, Those are just my uh, opinions on what's going on. So obviously this game was a hard fought game between the Islanders and the New Jersey Devils. So I'm not going to be as harsh on the Devils as I usually am. But at the same time, I think, uh, you know, it's fair that, you know, uh, well, before I give them a grade, let's look at some of the differentials between the Islanders and the Devils. So shots on goal differential, 29 to 20 in favor of the Devils. Face-off percentage uh, in favor of the New Jersey Devils. That's another thing. Uh, the New Jersey Devils were winning most of the faceoffs, you know, pretty early in the game because they were keeping uh, the Islanders in check in, in terms of the faceoff percentage. But uh, the faceoffs obviously still go to the Devils 55% as opposed to the Islanders 45%. So, you know, that's also another frustrating thing. We actually played very disciplined in this game. So I got to give the defense and the offense just some credit because we only put the Islanders in the power play opportunity Once and they were unsuccessful in it, so you know, I I think we're a better team if we stay away from the penalty kill and don't give the other team an opportunity to go into the power play because let's face it, we're very vulnerable in that instance. So, uh, you know, just the fact that we were able to put it uh, just one time. Uh, really said something about our discipline this game. But now we have to talk about our power play opportunities because here's the thing. The Devils, uh, at one point, albeit it was, you know, for a brief moment, we had a five-on-three opportunity, and we could have gotten the first goal of the game. So you've got to collapse the defense because you don't give many five-on-three opportunities. So for the Devils, it really shows how bad our specialty teams are because, Five on three, we should be collapsing the defense down low and getting the goal uh, past Varlamov. You know, that's my opinion. So, in the power play in this game, we were 0 for 4. Um, Hits, 16 to 10 in favor of the Devils. So, at least we're getting the hits, but the blocks go the way of the Islanders, 16 to 7. So uh yeah so overall uh let's let's look at the uh goalie comparison so varlamov uh saw 29 shots and saved 28 of them it came late in the game see why do the devils always step up their game when there's like one minute to go in the game that's 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 my question for them so miles wood was able to get uh the goal and prevent the devils from getting shut out so you know at least we didn't get shut out this game but at the same time it doesn't really help our cause so Uh, Yeah, Miles Wood uh, just getting the last-minute goal. You know, we had the extra skater. We pulled Dell at this point, so... Uh, it was, I believe we had 12 seconds remaining in the game when he got the goal because the Devils called the timeout to try to get one more playoff to see if we could tie it and send it to OT, came up unsuccessful, but the Devils were just more aggressive and just playing it in their zone and just, you know, passing it around and just getting shots off. But for some reason it just didn't convert to goals. So really goes to show you how, uh, good of a goalie Varlamov is and that's why He was in the Vesna finalist race, uh, you know, just recently. So, you know, hats off to him for just playing so well. So his save percentage was uh, 966 this game. So... Uh yeah, that's all I have to say about Varlamov. It's just like, you know, um and Miles Wood now passes Zaka for most goals on the team with uh I believe seven now. So Miles Wood is really stepping up his game. And that's another person that could potentially be on the move at the trade deadline. So keep your eyes peeled that like Miles Wood, you know, might be dealt by the New Jersey Devils because, you know, he's really stepping up his game this year, and uh yeah, so I'm sure some teams would love a pesky guy who shows improvement. So you know there's that so let's look at Aaron Dell who was obviously in backup netminder in the replacement of Mackenzie Blackwood so Aaron Dell um had 20 shots faced and he saved 18 of them for a save percentage of 900 and uh yeah so i'm not saying Aaron Dell is a bad goaltender but i feel like the devils need a great win by that i mean the game cannot go into ot and they have to win comfortably and we can't be doing that with Aaron Dell as our netminder, I'm not saying he's a bad one. Like I said, I still believe he's a diamond in the rough, but at the same time, you know uh, that that's just my opinion. So overall, uh, the final letter grade that I'm going to give the New Jersey Devils this game is a C plus because the reason I can't give him a B is just because you know we're on a three game losing streak. But they did play hard this game, and it looked like they stepped up. Unfortunately, they just ran into some bad luck. And they did look aggressive within the final minute or so when they pulled Aaron Dell from the game, got the sixth skater, and obviously they were getting more shots on goal. And the shots were just rattling in and out for the Islanders, for the empty netter. So the Devils got lucky there. Luckily, it didn't become like a 3-1 game. But at the same time, they were able to get a goal, save face, and not get shut out. And, you know, they did call a couple timeouts just to strategize. But it was too little too late so i'll give them a c plus because you know uh like i said hard fought game unfortunately just didn't go their way it just so happened that this is their third straight loss and their fourth loss within their last five games so anyway that's my final letter grade so let me know what you guys think uh you know hit me up on twitter on locked on devils but that's about all the time i have for you guys today thanks for listening continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey i will catch you guys in the next episode